Take it with a grain of salt. I'm giving it to you straight. No chaser. Who needs tequila when everything feels better with a shot of brandy? Normally, you will find me with a tall glass of wine. But on this journey, I'm serving you straight, dirty martinis. Welcome to our podcast, Not Your Standard After Dark. We will not be silenced. All right, welcome to another episode of Not Your Standard After Dark. Now, I know for those who can see, you see some faces in the building. For those who can hear, you're about to find out right now. But first, I have to give a shout out. Listen, a strong shout out to this beauty, Julie, our skin goddess. Welcome back. Welcome back. Now, for those who can see, now you know why we call her the skin goddess. For those who can hear, you're going to have to feel the glow through whatever device you're listening to. Julie, it's good to have you back. How are you feeling? Thank you. feels good to be back. I'm so happy to be with you guys. Good, good, good. Now, I know, listen, I have to address the elephant in the room, but before I even get to the elephant in the room, B, what's up? How are you feeling? What up? I'm so happy to be back with y'all. Got Julie, my homegirl on here. It's going to be a good time. Y'all know we always bring in the good topics, so uh, y'all going like this one too. All right, so let's 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 address this elephant in the room. Um, uh, last week, I made an announcement, and I said that this person was taking a hiatus, and that they had to take care of some things for them, and whatever else I said. But then something happened. All right, I got a mysterious. It started with a text message. Then you know when you know it's real when you get that text message that says, "Can you talk? Can you talk? That's how you, that's how you started off. Can you talk?" And I was like, oh, okay. So then, you know, our wild card decided to get on the line and he listened to one episode <laughs> and all of a sudden it was a miracle. You know what I'm saying? It was a miracle. He was healed and delivered, people. Healed and <laughs> delivered because he just couldn't miss it out. You know, this man had the nerve to say, you can add my name back to the stats. You could go ahead and put my picture back up. He was He, not he like to took me off of, he was like, he's on a hiatus. He's off of everything. I was like, wow. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so, Colin, it's good to have you back. Anything you want to say to the people real quick? No, I'm so glad to be back. Um, I missed you guys. I miss working with Brandy, with Harold. Julie, I'm excited for tonight. Um, I just kind of miss the whole atmosphere of being a part of the podcast. Um, I know we'll talk about it next week as far as why I was gone. Um, but also, as well, just kind of like a sneak peek of like why I was gone. Mental health is very important in our community. And so I feel like, you know, that is something that I truly, truly um, want to express. And so next week, we'll kind of learn, learn more about why I was gone. So. All right. You want to do them like that? You're just going to give them a little. Okay. All right. Just a little sneak. Just a little sneak. So next week, next Thursday, it's going to get real. So you're going to definitely want to tune in like you do every Thursday. So shout out to all of those who have been loyal, holding us down, spreading the word, sharing, liking. We don't pay for nothing as far as ads. We don't pay for, for promos. We don't do that. Everything here is authentic to who we are. So talk about some organic growth. That's what we're all about. So we appreciate all the love and all the support. And Julie, I just want to shout you out because I appreciate you taking the time. I don't know what possessed you to do this, but to even be back in the building we appreciate you it's always good when the ladies come in too i don't I have to look at me every day you know i need this in my life <laughs> awesome so, so you know 
we always have our favorite, one of our favorite segments, because, you know, we are expanding on our segments. So one of our favorite segments is coming into place. Now, a long time ago, well, a couple of weeks ago, we had somebody that was a little bit crying over this thing because they felt like, why is everybody picking on me? And I was just like, you know, say what you mean, mean what you say and stay by it, even if it is ludicrous or even if it is crazy. So I thought it was only right that we have Colin go ahead and handle this segment of the day. And you know it's your favorite. It is the so unpopular. So and here we are, Colin. What are we talking about today? What is the unpopular opinion? So I'm very happy that the unpopular opinion is not about me. And, you know, I'm super excited. Um, so I thought, you know, to kind of come back and kind of like start the unpopular opinion, I would do something kind of spicy. Um, so the unpopular opinion for tonight is morning sex is the best sex to have throughout the day. Everybody got quiet because they know. Morning sex is probably the best time to have sex, to be quite honest. After 30, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. That might be appropriate because I love some morning sex. I'm not even going to front. Your girl be tired at 8 p.m., okay? Like. <laughs> oh. All for morning sex. That little pick me up, get you going. There we go. Yeah. Morning sex has always been for me like the best like that's my peak in sex like period because you just wake up and it's like it sets the tone for your day i swear i used to go into the office like hey how are you I, good i know you can't stand me but i'm glad you're doing good glad you're smiling Every, it just sets the tone for the whole day especially when it's real really really good so colin you might be honest you've been delivered i told you like i feel like i've, I've had an epiphany since i've been gone I've changed up a lot of things. I'm like, wow. I'm like starting to really get it. I love morning sex. Don't get me wrong. I think morning sex is like kind of like it gets you going. It gets you like your body going, especially me because I, I feel like just kind of FYI, I definitely wake up way hornier than probably most guys. And so I feel like that's when like I'm ready to go. I'm all 10 toes down. At that point, you know, I can either, you know, either be on the bottom or the top, I guess. So, you know, I feel like that's my that's my time to shine. Yes. All right. So I hope you guys I, I made it. No, I need to know though, because for me, I feel like there's nothing like getting out of the shower in the morning, and then before Ooh. you start your clothes, your partner being like, "Don't even get dressed," or are you like the roll over and let let me wake you up to some head type person? Ooh. Ooh. You know what? I'm like the roller. Like let me like wake you up to some head. I feel like you know it's just that idea of like you waking up next to that person. It's like the most vulnerable time. I feel like. It's like natural and just like, you know, roll over. Like, let's just get it going right now. Like, you know, birds are chirping, sun is shining. It's like, go ahead and take this D and, you know, we're going to go. We're going to go about it. Yeah. My opinion. It's something about like when you wake up and you get that that touch, you know, the, the touching of the hands, the rubbing. And then I think it's real intimate. Like it's all, sex most time is intimate, but somehow in the morning, like you wake up, you just feel that person touching on you. Like, all right, let's go. I got a question for Jewel. So, Jewel, do you like to have it in the shower in the morning or like in the bed Ooh, i mean either or either or if oh. you're, you're getting up with me and then yeah but if it's like i, I just got up showered. i have a thing with shower sex i really like i 
will do it and I do it, but I really just don't really care for it. It's got to start there. You got to get the foreplay going. You know, the water makes everything nice and slippery. You got some good slip and then you get out of the shower, you dry each other off and then you throw that towel down on the bed. And you mm. See, that's the problem because I ain't even drying off. The bed going to be wet. I mean, it oh, is. It is. You fucking like, up the sheets. I recently like was like, okay, let me try something different in the shower. And it was a great experience. But for me, I don't know, like, I don't know what it is about sex and shower. I think maybe because I'm just tall or something. I just be feeling like it's just like, I mean, I don't know. For all that, I'm like, go downstairs to the car. I feel like the same way. I feel like with the shower, it's a little different. I feel like I don't know if my dick is still hard because they're like the like the water is like running so hard and so hot. I don't know if my dick is still hard while I'm like trying to have fun in the shower. And so I, I kind of will be kind of embarrassed by to doing the shower. I don't know why. Well, Kylie, you speak for yourself because I know that mine's is hard. But I'm just thinking <laughs> that for me, um, I guess it's just like, I don't know. Because then sometimes you're washing and the soap gets involved. I just, it's just, mm-mm. I'm not into the shower sex. Plus, sometimes you get cold if you're in the back part too long. Right. <laughs> That's, but that's because that's because we're not rich. We don't got them stand up showers with the seats. Right. You can choose to be in the water or out of the water. You're right, Julie. I stepped my bathroom game up to something. Mm. That's interesting. So, but I, I'm going to say the unpopular opinion is actually I I'm going to agree that morning sex for me it, it's it's the best. I mean, like I said, it just sets the tone for the day. They say you know. Do some meditation. Do something in the morning. Well, that is life in the morning for the rest of the day for me. So, I mean, then you come home, we do it again. I mean, I'm not limiting how many times a day, but I'm just saying, I think that morning is where I'm at my prime. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you don't have to work, if it's a Saturday morning, do that. Get up breakfast. Get back to it again. Wake and bake and then roll over. Yes. There you go. (laughs) Not waking bacon roll over. I feel like definitely if it's a Saturday, we have sex in the morning, definitely make some breakfast afterwards. I ain't having sex again after breakfast, but I definitely appreciate the breakfast. But you good otherwise. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I think we all agree. So Colin, state that unpopular opinion one more time so that people can hear it, so we can know from you how you feeling in the morning. So Colin, what's uh, that again? Of course, like of course, the unpopular opinion for tonight is morning sex is the best sex to have. And I feel like we all have agreed once. This is the first time. Well, actually, it's not the first time, but I feel like you ain't been going that long. (laughs) We all agree that morning sex is definitely the best time to go ahead with your partner, have at it, make some intimate, intimate noises with each other. So, yes. Mm. All right. So with that being said, you know what we like to get to. We like to get to our next segment, which is the meat of the episode. And for those who are just joining us on this journey, let me tell you, we are consistently evolving and consistently talking about real topics with real people. So if you forever, ever, ever, if you anytime want to know or have a suggestion of something you want to hear about that maybe you're not wanting to talk about, but you want to hear about, shoot us some DMs, let us know what's up. And um, we're talking about the let's talk about it. I love it. So, our let's talk about it topic today is, 
we're going to break this down into some scenarios. But of course, if you're paying attention, the topic of this episode is called to tell or not to tell. They are cheating. So I know you're asking who's cheating and what is the scenario? So I'm breaking this down into a few scenarios tonight. OK, we're going to try to stick to each scenario on its own. So the first scenario to this topic is. If you see your friends partner cheating while you're out. For one, A, do you say something to them directly? B, do you say something to your friend? And C, do you say something to both of them? How are y'all feeling about this? I'm gonna start this off with Julie because I see your eyebrows raised. I see you are feeling it. So tell us, so what do you do if you see your friend's partner out cheating or what you perceive to be cheating? Oh, I'm confronting them 100%. I don't know. I'm, I've never been afraid of confronting people. So I'm rolling right up on them and I'm going to tap them politely, <laughs> let them know I see you. And then I'm going to go back to minding my business and text my friend and send proof because I'm a Virgo and I got to have my receipts, you know? Yes. I'm with wow. I, I don't know if I would confront them first, but I'm right away taking pictures and I'm texting my friend immediately in that moment. Hell, I might even fucking pick up the phone and give it a give her a call because this is a, a emergent situation. Now, would I actually confront the person? I don't know, because I don't want to give them time to try to come up with some BS. That's no, why I, I want them shitting in their pants, knowing what they're going home to or what they're about to face when they leave that club or bar or restaurant. Like because <laughs> <laughs> I'm deaf telling there's no way in hell i'm not telling my friend but mm. yeah i don't know if i would do the tag I, I get the them shitting themselves but uh, i'll be back there snapping pics and really uh getting all that evidence in right then and there what about what about you kyle you know i feel like this is crazy but i feel so so different than you two um <clears throat> i'm also a virgo too as well and i feel like virgos are detail-oriented, very perfectionist type of people. And I feel like the right thing to do, of course, would be to like tell your friend. I guess in a sense, um, a lot of factors kind of like, kind of, I guess, play into my mind. What kind of friend is this, A? Is this like a friend where like, you know, we're close friends or like an associate type of friend? And so I feel like that would kind of play in my head. If it's an associate type of friend, I'm staying out of it. None of my business. Um, and also, too, is why I do feel like this, whatever. You know when your nigga cheating or you know when your, your girl's cheating. I'm going to say this just regardless. You know when somebody's cheating. So I feel like, in a sense, I know when my nigga's cheating or whatever. So I don't need, you know, nobody to tell me when a nigga. I know. And I'm going to catch him when I do. I just, I feel like for me, it's just kind of like a sense of like, you know, I wouldn't tell my friend personally. Um, I'm going to let you find out your own. I will. I think it'll be a different story. Now, if I seen like some shit like y'all like kissing and making out, maybe. But I just feel like as far as for me, it's kind of like I stay out of it. And I, it's crazy. This is a topic because um, a few weeks ago, actually, like maybe like a, a month or two ago, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I know Juneteenth was like uh, Dallas Black Pride. And uh, one of my homeboys, his dude at the time was in the club kissing another nigga. And it was brought back to me like, you know, how can you tell me? And I was like, you know, it's not in my place to tell you when your dude is cheating or whatever. I feel like I get it, you know, as a friend, you know, the loyalty or whatever. I don't like to be in other people's mess. 
I don't like to kind of put myself into other people's mess. And so I feel like, you know, I just try to stay out of it as much as possible. That's just me. All right. So interesting thing here, because I feel like relationships are so different with so many different dynamics nowadays, right? So it's like, I don't want to know all my friends' business on how their their relationship operates because I don't want my friends doing everything that I do in my relationship. You know what I'm saying? So if I see their partner out with someone, I won't go out of my way to say anything. I won't acknowledge them. I won't do anything in the beginning, at least. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to observe. I won't even say anything to my friend because, like I said, you never know what kind of arrangements are done behind closed doors. So I don't want to make myself look crazy or act out right there in that moment. I'm just going to observe and I'm going to peep what's going on, right? Then when I leave, I am going to make sure that my presence is known if they're still there. I'm just going to do a, hey, what's up? But I'm not going to create no scene. I'm going to let it be what it's going to be. I want you to know that we see each other, okay? In the words of Mimi, we see each other. And I'm going to let it go. Am I going to say something to my friend? I do agree. It depends on how close I am to this friend. But if I consider them a friend, I am going to say, hey, what's up? Yeah, you know, I ran into your boo the other night. That is the surface for... Let me know what's up. Like, if they respond, oh, wait, what's up? Or it depends on their response. It will depend on what I say. Also, on what I observed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say in this situation, I would tell my friend, but I would indirectly tell my friend because I don't know necessarily. Now, I know if they don't play that shit and all that's that, then I'm going to say, listen, this is what it is. My assumption was that when you said friend and cheating, that you meant friend and that you're seeing them cheating, not that they're hanging out with another person and not like when you say cheating, but, I'm expecting that you mean they that brings up another thing though. Locking tongues or like actually fucking or some shit like that. But I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but I've been in a situation with actually aforementioned person whose Brandy's going to be hanging out with this weekend where <laughs> I was not privy to some information about my ex-wife and I had to find out through another friend when multiple people knew and didn't tell me. Okay. And like, we're friend friends. Like we're not like acquaintances, you know? So I've been on the other side of that. And I looked at all of my friends crazy for not telling me what was going on when clearly something was going on. Now, I feel like, you know, I don't really hang out with a lot of acquaintances. So I, I, I'm with you guys in the sense that I wouldn't say anything if it's not like somebody that I really consider. I'm not having you walking around these streets. I don't care to know past me telling you, but I'm going to let you know. And then what I do past that is your business. And I'm into that. Yeah, I definitely uh, agree with that, too. It also depends on what you're saying and what it is so we can take this steps closer. Like if I blatantly see you kissing, but even still, I'm going to take the same approach because, like I said, nowadays, people relationships, they can sit here in front of you and act like they like holier than thou, but they have another agreement. They just didn't realize that y'all will be in the same atmospheres to see that stuff. So I don't know, but you look like you got something to say. So what you thinking? I feel like in our like friend friend group, we kind of know everyone's situation. If that was the case, I'm already going to we got a different arrangement happening. You know what I mean? So anything outside of that, I must say something. That's why I was actually a little taken back when Colin was like, if I see it, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's just, I feel like with me, um, especially just my friends as far as like gay black males, I feel like a lot of times um, when we see stuff and we tend to kind of 
say something so soon and it not be what we thought it would be, I feel like almost like the, the partner almost looks at me like I'm crazy. And so I feel like, you know, just for me or whatever, I feel like it's a taboo type of subject. And so I feel like, you know, I think just in general, I feel like I try not to cross lines. And so I feel like, you know, if y'all like kissing and shit like this, whatever, it's a different story. If y'all having a conversation, having coffee or whatever, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, looking at it, but I'm not even about to like out that person. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm just a little bit different when it comes to that. I feel like when it comes to people's relationships, I try to stay 10 feet away because it's just, it's, it's, it can get messy. It can. I guess from like some of the things that I've seen and experienced, like I know that at the end of the day, I can give a damn about your partner, honestly, um, unless we've built something within that. But and if I had that kind of relationship with that person, then I would damn sure say, oh, hey, what's up? What you, what's going on? What you doing here? Like, you know what I'm saying? It'll be something different. But if I don't really had that relationship with you, I don't give a damn about you. But one thing I don't ever want to happen is my friend to feel like I don't have their back, regardless of how messy it may seem or whatever. Even that's why I say I take my approach and I stand by that. Even if I say, hey, I see so-and-so out, whatever the case may be, I want to know what you're going to give me. Now, if you're giving me, hold up, wait, where did you see them? Then you're giving me, okay, I need to say this. But if you're giving me like, oh, yeah, I know he went out with such and such or whatever, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you ain't tell me that y'all were little so like- when does that like cross over to When does it like cross over to the board of like, kind of like being in somebody else's relationship? I, I guess it's kind of like a fence of like saying like, you know, when do you feel like you are like- overstepping your boundaries when it comes to like saying something to your friend or whatever i feel like in a sense it almost comes off as if like you kind of overstep because if, if i was the person on the receiving end and you saw me out and you know my my dude or whatever you told my dude i would almost think in a sense you kind of like overstepping your boundaries as a friend why do you care what like, you I think like i feel like that's not a real friend though because if you're my friend and you know me you know i'm only coming to you with pure intentions and looking out for you you know what I mean? You know I wouldn't come to you with no bullshit because I don't, I'm not like the type of mm-hmm. person to bullshit. So if I'm saying something to you, that means I genuinely saw something and I'm genuinely concerned. And like I said, mm-hmm. whatever you choose to do with that information, I feel like you overstep boundaries when you start giving advice or like telling them what to do. But like, if you just want, you know, I gave you the information and you do so what I guess you want to but I'm going to raise you one. What do you do if your friends, what do you do if you're friends with both people? Well, that's all I'm about to say. I feel like if you're friends with both people, in a sense, like how do you, in a sense, make it to where we would you have the conversation with both people at the same time? If you saw, you know, one person out or whatever, I feel like in a sense, you almost owe it to that person to have the conversation with both people at the same time, whatever, versus kind of making it seem as if like, well, I'm going to tell this person and not tell this person until that person finds it's out. It's a bit I messy. Feel like I'm going to talk to the person I seen out first. Not that in that moment or whatever, but I'm going to reach out and be like, hey, I saw you last night. I seen you out last night. What's up with that? Like, everything good with y'all? Like, y'all know, you know. I'm going to tell my friends directly. You know, he or she is my friend too. So you better tell me what's up and you better make this right and make me understand and talk to me now before we go somewhere else because at the end of the day like i'm friends with both of y'all so when it comes to loyalty like i'm loyal to my friends so it's like i need you to tell me something tell me what you're thinking tell me what you're going through and let me help you get through this with whatever you got to do to face whatever so that way we can just save all of this because what i don't want to happen is later on down the line some shit goes down and it's like oh, then I knew all this shit. And it's like, I'm supposed to be friends with both of you. But at that point, I chose one friendship over the other. And if I'm genuinely friends with both of you, I'm not doing that. If y'all decided to be together and I'm friends with both of you, I'm going to be stay loyal and true to both. 
but I'm going to operate in a clean slate. Like, I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to pass judgment at all on your situation. You're going to work that shit out. If y'all meant to be, y'all will be. That's on y'all. But what I'm going to say, I'm going to hold my friends accountable for what they signed up for when they said, yes, I want to be in a relationship with you. You know what I mean? I would tell whoever I saw, all right, listen, you need to tell my friend, your partner, within a certain amount of time. Now, I'm not going to threaten like that and say, you got to do it by this day, but I need you to tell them before I have a conversation with them. Because again, if I'm friends with both of y'all, I'm not going to sway loyalty one way or another. I am going to give you the chance to to me, which is really actually being a good friend at the same time, give you a chance to go ahead and tell your partner before I tell them. Because yeah. what I can do is just leave that be. I, I couldn't in good conscience then be around both of them smiling, he he and then laughing, knowing that, okay, you just cheated. And, and I would feel bad. Now, I would not cross any line as far as like what Julie said. Once I tell you once everybody knows it's y'all decision what you do with that and with your relationship. I'm not one to be like, well, you better leave that motherfucker. Blah, blah, blah. I don't do all that, you know, because who am I <laughs> to tell you what to do with your relationship? But if they both friends, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to tell them. And if you don't like if that shit just keep bragging, then I'm gonna have to be like, hey, um, you know, I saw so-and-so out, you know, with someone else was that something y'all had an understanding about you know about that and then take it from there mm. i don't be arguing because i'll be like yo you my friend you ain't tell me <laughs> exactly. you know i feel like exactly. in a sense That's I, I, feel I, like, feel. I feel like the backlash that i would get would be like you know as far as like you're supposed to be my friend have you seen this or whatever like tell me i guess almost it almost comes off as like you're being loyal to a fault and so i feel like you know for me like i said if i see it out and like I, if i feel in a sense like Y'all talking, having a conversation, grabbing dinner, you know, having coffee, whatever. I probably won't say nothing, but I feel like if it's something to where like it's more physical and I see like kissing and like rubbed up, hugged up or whatever, I feel like then that, at that point, then maybe. But to is what I think I'm not trying to bring like, you know, I'm not trying to bring the card of like males versus females in. I do think that, you know, females in a sense tend to have more such of a loyalty to their friends. So where it's like, you know, I see my homegirl guy or girl out or whatever. I'm finna tell them. I feel like guys, it's a little bit different. I feel like we're so relaxed. We're so chill. So where some things just probably won't affect us as much. And I, I feel like if it's probably coming off to the viewers as, as I'm like, like sexist or whatever, I'm not sexist at all. I think it's just kind of like guys and guys and girls have totally two different points of views when it comes to cheating and like what we classify as cheating to as well. I don't know, Colin, because I feel like based on just perspectives of going on. It's all in perspective because I feel like I stand by these two ladies and what they're saying and how they would move mm -hmm. versus on how you would move, which will lead us into our next scenario. So let's say your partner is out cheating. Would you expect your friend to say something to you? And if they don't and you find out later, is this person still going to be your friend? Colin, why don't you start us off? Oh, definitely. Um. I know it's kind of like clarify you definitely definitely what what do you mean you said definitely so definitely as in like what are you saying i know it's kind of like you know the pot calling kettle black why would i not want my friend to tell me if my, if my nigga is cheating i get it um 
I think, like I said before, like, you know, if your guy or girl is cheating or whatever, in a sense, would I want my friend to tell me? Um, yes, I'm human. I get it. I am very much so human. I would want my friend to tell me, yes. I know the viewers and everybody listens to this podcast is like, this nigga done said he wouldn't tell his friend, but you no, know. No, wait, so I have to call, first of all, stop. We, we, I'm not even going to let you go any further without just, just because you already are acknowledging this. So you said in our last scenario that you you're not gonna say shit. You're not gonna say nothing. But yet you want your friend to come to you and say it's still the tea, tell you what it is so that you know what's going on with yours, but yet you're not giving them that same standard. So my question is, taking off topic for a little bit, then what kind of friendship is that? That's what well, I'm saying. I feel like in it, Jewel's like Jewel is going, Jewel is like ready to get in my ass. I swear to God, she is. <laughs> I promise you, Jewel, like we are both Virgos. We probably have similar i promise you similar characteristics i feel like in a sense i guess just me um i'm that alpha male and i feel like you know what i require for my friendships i don't require back and so i'm like that's just me that is just me and i feel like you know it may kind of like come off crazy or taboo or just kind of like outrageous but like i said what i require from certain friendships i don't require the same back to be my friend or vice versa and that's just me if you my friend, you better tell me for sure, like dead ass, like time, date, place, what they was eating, what they was wearing. You better tell me the whole nine yards. But in a sense, do I feel obligated to tell you? I just don't. Julie, Julie, or B, one of y'all jump in, please. I was just going to say, but Colin, what if your friend is also your same type personality and feels the Ooh. same way as you? Get what I'm saying? Then what? Y'all got a uh, crazy ass friendship is what it would sound like. You know what, B? I will give you that. You are actually pretty much right. I feel like I've never met anybody in my friend's circle who is like me in a sense. But I feel like in a sense, that is a true statement to, to make as far as like if somebody was like me, like would I tell them? I, I, I guess maybe at that point, like I guess I would have to in a sense. I, I, I would not tell them without the other person being there. I wouldn't, though. Julie, what do you think about this? Julie, don't cut my head off, Julie. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. I'm telling, I'm telling, I'm telling. But, you know, again, I'm going to let them know, like, I'm coming to you with nothing but respect and, you know, consideration. And if it's not my business, tell me so. But this is what I saw. You do what you want with that information. And that's it. And But you expect that. the same from your friends, correct? So oh, if your friends and your partner cheating. 100%. 100%. Do not have me looking crazy out in these streets. Like, especially, I mean, like, I post a little bit about my relationship, but I'm not one to crazy post about it. But a lot of people, you know, be on the internet, pump faking, posting all these like, oh, we're so perfect. We're so this, we're so that. If you're my friend and you're a person who does something like that, I'm not going to have you looking stupid when you find out somewhere down the road that, you know, this person was cheating on you and you would sit here thinking y'all was living in bliss and la la land. Like, I couldn't do that. Yeah, I want my friend to tell me. Please tell me. Now, if my friend did not tell me and then I find out later that they knew something, we're gonna have to come have a conversation. I'm not, I wouldn't end the friendship, but we yeah. need to have a real true like heart to heart. And I'm gonna let you know, hey, this is how I feel. And uh, what if that friend told you like I didn't feel obligated in a sense, or I didn't feel comfortable in a sense to let you know? I feel like, you know, sometimes I, friendships can be very uncomfortable when it comes to certain topics. And so I feel like it's, it's a very true statement to be like, I'm uncomfortable to tell my friend this or whatever, so I just won't say anything at all. And if, I would say to my friend, if you know me as your friend, I expect a little bit of loyalty from you and that I would be 
receptive. I'm not going to bite your head off for telling me, you know what I mean? I'm going to be like, okay, let me take this information, do what I need to do. I feel like it could be more hurtful than just not telling me, me finding out. Because to me, that's a lot to hold in. You know, you've seen your friends smiling every single day or whenever y'all hang out, kind of knowing that, like the guilt would kind of eat me up inside if I didn't say Yeah. But then the, the saltiness of the partner would be kind of like, you know, I feel like in a sense, if you were to tell your friend, you know, hey, you know, I saw your dude cheating or whatever, I feel like in a sense, how would that relationship affect you and your, your friend's partner or whatever? Like, you know, how would that affect that? I feel like I kind of would feel kind of bad to be like, you know, I told on you, whatever. In a sense, I told on you, I don't think that, you know, you were ever looking at me the same. or That's you were why ever I'm cool. letting them know. That's why I'm letting them know that I saw them. So that way there is no confusion you know what i mean like, I feel you, like and that's what i'm saying at that point when i confront you you have an opportunity to turn around and be like i'm gonna handle it if you tell me you're gonna handle it then i'm not saying shit you know what i mean i'm gonna let you handle it if i don't hear from my friend about the situation because as brandy said we talk about this type of shit in our friend group we're very very open about our relationship so if i don't hear anything then i'm gonna start suspecting then i'm gonna say something to my friend and be like look i gave them a day to tell you you know, I wouldn't try and step on nobody's toes or speak on something I didn't know about, but this is what I saw. And again, you do what you want with that. For me personally, I just feel like their partner, especially we're stating that they're not a friend, they're just their partner. For me, that's not a priority for me. I can give two shits what you feel about me. What I want my friend to know is that I'm holding them down. And what my friend will know is if y'all work it out, I'm all for that. Claps to you. I'm not going to judge you for staying with this person. I've never been that judgmental friend. I'm not going to, I don't care what's going on with y'all. I don't care if I feel like it's stupid. If you're happy and that's what you want to be, then that's where you're going to be. But my thing is I don't care about your partner in that capacity. I care about you and knowing where we stand and my loyalty to you, because I know if that dude or that female is going today or tomorrow, then who's going to have your back? I'm going to have your back. And at least I know that I did my part. Either I saved you some time, either I allowed you guys to get some things and get on the same page or whatever the case may be. But one thing I can't do is sit here and call you my friend, be around you and this partner of yours and care about more so his reputation and how what he may feel about me when I met him or her through you. Like my loyalty is to my friends. And outside of that, it is what it is. Let me ask you all this. How would you feel though, if you told your friend about their partner cheating and then they go back and talk to them and they basically believe whatever their partner says and not what you actually That's saw. why you need proof, receipts. <laughs> Like and then they're pissed off at you, and then they still stayed. And no, he he or she said that's not true. Like, let me tell you, for me, I'm gonna say I told you what I saw. I just gave you my advice. Do what you got to do for you. Don't worry about me saying anything else. I just wish y'all the best. I'll be around. So so, what if it happens again? At that point, you like fuck it. I'm not saying a word. Nope, that's what you told me to do. You told me yourself that you're going to ride with him and I ain't against it. Ride for your man, but don't come to me because you're going to come to me and say, well, why didn't you tell me? No, you should be coming to say, I wish I would have listened. <laughs> you know, that TikTok thing that's kept popped in my head when you're like, that's your man? She's like, that's mine. I'm going to sleep beside him. Like, that's what literally just went through my head. I would be kind of pissed about it, though. And I would be hurt about it at the same time. I think but, I've been through so much with people to the point where it's just kind of like, 
some people don't like to face their own truth. So they'd rather sleep with a lie um, for their own comfort than to get uncomfortable and face their truths. And, and my thing is sometimes people don't even accept or, or recognize the people who have true intent, who really have their backs in life and who are really there to help them elevate and push them forward. And to me, if I've done my part, then that's it. If you reject what I am trying to give you as a friend and as loyalty and just observing, especially the approach that I would take in that situation, then at this point, it's none of my business going further. At this point, I understand where we stand when it comes to that. It's a sensitive topic for you and you have to learn the hard way. I can't save you from what you go through and I'm going to be okay with that. I might feel some type of way that they don't believe me at first, but in the same breath, what do I have to prove? That's not my relationship. So at the end of the day, what you decide to go through, you decide to go through. If you want to go through hell and come out looking like a burnt Chucky doll like you see in all these memes, then to me, have fun. Happy Halloween. Because I know the truth and I'm going to live with that. And I'm good with what I decided to do. <laughs> not happy Halloween. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. I mean, I, I, like I said, I think just in general, my, my philosophy when it comes to this is just like kind of staying out of it myself and so i feel like you know the more you stay out of it the less you have to deal with you know i feel like especially if i'm in a relationship and you know my friend i see my friends do cheating or whatever i got my own shit to worry about and so i just feel like just for me like I staying out of it is just kind of like out because they're doing it they're doing it in public you know what i mean if it was really not our business they wouldn't be doing it for everybody to see like if they mm -hmm. didn't want anybody to know they wouldn't be out in these streets that's why i never understand mm -hmm. reality shows you know like when they literally go to a club with yeah. cameras following them and then they cheat on one of the other cast members i just for the life of me i'm like this looks so fucking staged but that's my point like if you're out in public in the public eye that is my business you know what i mean if you what you do behind closed doors is not my business but if i witness right. it with my own eyes i just feel like an obligation to my friend to say something. no I, and, like, I feel like the whole I'll go ahead. Now, I, I totally agree with you. I feel like you are spot on when you speak about certain things. I feel like you're spot on. I feel like just in general, I think that, like I said, it's just people are different. I feel like, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I just can't, I can't really like put myself out there to be like, well, let me just go ahead and like tell my friend I saw this. I just, I don't know. I feel like I just, I can't do that. I feel like in a sense, I wouldn't know how to say it. I wouldn't know how. And I guess it's probably my own insecurities as far as saying like, I, I guess I care about what people might like, what they might think about me. And I feel like the, the ex, or like not the ex, but the partner may think like, you know, he's a talent, so he's a snitch or whatever. And so I guess that's my own insecurities, maybe. I don't know. Let me say this. I want to put this PSA, public service announcement out there. And Colin, I'm talking to you as well right now. If you are a part of my circle or want to be my friend, if you see somebody I'm dealing with out with somebody else or talking to somebody else, then you can have the conversation with me. Talk to me and let me know. Run tell that, but to me. Don't run tell that to other people or whisper behind my back and start talking to all your other friends about all the stuff that may be coming on or what you may have seen and then smile up in my face and see me with this person. No, you come to me and say it. And like I said, take the approach of, hey, guess who I saw uh, last night? And then if, if I know, I know. So I'm like, okay, what's up? If I don't know, I'm going to say, okay, so who are they with? What's up? What's that What's that going on? Because I was told, let me know. Inform me. So, Kyle, I'm just going to put this out here right now. Because if you ever see somebody I'm dealing with out in the street, and I find ain't that, shit. that you ain't know about it and you ain't say shit, I'm going to run tell that with this fist to your face. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I'm putting it on record, so you can do what you gotta do, boo. But you know what, Harold? I, I'm a PSA too as well. 
anybody see my nigga out and about, you better tell me. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill you if you don't. If you don't tell, I'm gonna kill you with my bare hands. That's it. I cannot. Hold on. Can we address the fact that Kyle said he knows when his dude is cheating on him? He knows. I know that that dick smell different. That dick smell different. That ass smell different. All of it. Colin, I know, but my nigga, you said what? Just maybe sleep speechless on that one. The I feel like my nigga, I, I know my nigga. Colin, I can't. I think this is where we just got to agree to disagree because I don't get for the life of me. I'm having a hard time processing how you can expect so much from a friend but not give what you're expecting. I don't get that. Daryl, did you miss that whole this dude dick gonna smell different? That's how he knows. I know my nigga cheating. If that dick smell different, that ass smell different, if you are. I, you better not even wear a different type of shirt. I know you cheat. That means you don't know. So okay, so let's take that back. So if a friend doesn't tell you, then what doesn't matter? Because you already know. Exactly. So I'm gonna deal with it on my own terms. I'm gonna deal with it on my own terms. I feel like I may not say nothing right then and there, but also as well, if you know your nigga cheating or whatever, you know like they ain't, the body wash you got in that, in that uh, bathroom, they don't smell like that shit. And they smell like something different. You know they cheated. But I feel like everything's on, everything is on your terms. You don't have to say nothing right then and there. You don't. I feel like I'm gonna let it ride out until I'm ready to say something. Because I may not be, I may not be ready. I may not be ready to be done with the sex. I may not be ready. I, I, I honestly, I may not be. I don't know. But I will say something. Ooh, was that like a shot over here? Say that again, Julie. Let me make sure everybody heard you. Say that again. I said they say Virgo men are different because I don't know not, not my, the way my loyalty is set up. Like no. But then that's Colin also saying that women are set up different with men, which I definitely I, I, I disagree when it comes to I get certain things. But when it comes to this topic, no, because I'm operating the same manner. Like I said, I stand by my women over here. What would they say? And what I really feel like Colin is giving tonight is some really just like some bullshit. It's like it's a very selfish, like like a very selfish act like. I expect so much, but I'm not giving you what I expect. So to me, it's like, even in a relationship, Colin, like I can see why somebody might want to cheat, nigga, because you have to giving them what they're giving you. Damn. You know, so Harold's, Harold, Harold is coming out tonight. I come home and the booty don't smell the same or the D don't smell the same. Just know that ain't got nothing to do with me. It got everything to do with what I'm not getting from you. Well, I feel like in a sense, like, let me, I, I definitely do agree. Like I said, I think that I do have a very abstract mind when it comes to certain ways. I expect something from other people that I don't give in return. Totally get that. I feel like that's just, like I said, I think it's just kind of how I operate. I may need to change some things about that. I, I may need to, but I feel like in a sense, as of right now, I'm okay. I, I'm good right now, but I, I, I do have some self-reflection to kind of go and look I back at. I do. Right now? Huh? You single? <laughs> <laughs> now, Colin did say though that he worried about how the partner partner right. So that's something Colin got to work out. With yeah, him. I feel like it's just I feel like in a sense I definitely I think being that Virgo man, Jewel, I definitely like a, a Virgo man. We definitely care about what people may think, what people may say, and so I, I do. I think even Harold, like I, I think we had a conversation off. Um, the podcast, just kind of you and I, when I was just kind of talking about as far as like, you know, it can be a lot in this world. And so I feel like, you know, just as far as dealing with so much, dealing with so many people's opinions about you, things like that, I try to make sure like, you know, I kind of just mind my business and kind of just keep it going. And I feel like it's almost kind of 
hurts me in the long run when it comes to friendships, things like that, because I, I, I am kind of just like to myself when it comes to things. And I guess I care about people's opinions. And I, I'm trying to get over that hump. One thing I'm going to say to you right now, and 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 I know where we're going on, but I know other people need to hear this, too, is like you will not live life until you stop caring what other people think. Not saying that you don't have people that you care about and you whatever, but you have to live authentically to who you are. And one of the things that the missions of this whole podcast in itself is just to have open talk and be true to who we are. And I feel like you're being very true to who you are. But what I'm realizing is you also have a filter that you don't even realize that you have because you're caring so much about the things that really don't matter. At the end of the day, those who don't like you are never going to like you. It doesn't matter what you do. Those who are meant to be in your life will be in your life. Those who are not won't. There have been so many times where I say I have friends that I don't, that I have a very small circle to this day and I'm good with it because I'm still able to be authentically me. I can say what I want to say, feel how I want to feel, and I'm still respected and valued in that circle. And it's just like, you know, I know you're younger than us, but my thing is just like, even as you are continuously to evolve and grow and get yourself in a place. And for anybody who's listening to this, like stop caring what other people think, because if you care so much what other people think, you will never, ever, I don't care how you try to dice it. I don't care what you try to do. You will never live an authentic life. And if you're not living an authentic life, you will not produce the destiny that you deserve or that you want to produce because you're so concerned with the wrong things. Stay loyal to those who are loyal to you. If you cannot be yourself around those people, then you shouldn't be around them. If you cannot say what you have to say and still be respected and say, okay, we agree to disagree. Like, Colin, you're saying some shit tonight, but I can agree to disagree with you and I'm not going to hate you or feel no different way about you. You are still it is what it is. But with that being said, Lo, like you have to get to a point where you have to stop caring about what other people think, stop taking on the projections of other people and stop carrying the weight of people who don't even really care about you. So my thing is you deserve to have some stances. You deserve to expect what you give and receive what other people are giving you. And to a certain degree, you, you should have some sort of standard. You should be able to talk to your friends. You should be able to say something. I always say this. I feel like there's a strong difference in the lesbian community versus the gay community. And I feel like the lesbian community is more based on coming together. Yes, you have your shady people, like I guess this event I'm supporting this weekend or whatever the case may be. That's for you, Julie. But anyway, so you have that going on. You're going to have your beef with people that you don't really get along with because of whatever you did. But I feel like I admire y'all friend circle because I see when you guys get together. I, I see so many women, lesbian women or whatever, coming together, having a good time, vibing out, drama free. And I get envious sometimes because I look around and I'm like, I don't have that in the gay community because... It's always worrying about who wants to sleep with whose man. Oh, you think you're better than this. Oh, this is that. Oh, this. Like, no, nigga, I'm just being me. Mm-hmm. And in my circle, I want to be able to be like, you know how many times I'm like, no, maybe I should move back home and be a part of their circle because then I could just be all out and be me. Like, I feel like there's a strong difference in the gay lifestyle versus the lesbian lifestyle. But I also feel like when it comes to just some basic moral standards when it comes to friendship. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, bi, transsexual, whatever the case may be. Some things are just standard when you call your somebody your friend. Yeah. So, no, I was going to say, Brandy can attest to my story because 
she was with me the night that I found out about the shit that was going on with my ex-wife. And it was one of our friends who told me, but in a very nonchalant way, it wasn't in no like shady ass, like, oh, I saw, you know, your ex here. It was like, oh, you know, like I happened to see her there and I didn't know she was staying. She was there. And I was like, well, shit, me neither. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know she was there. And it was just, it wasn't like, that's what I'm saying. They're your friend and they come to you with some shit like that. I wasn't like, oh, would you, would you try to say, you know what I mean? I was like, what girl tell me more? And right. then because the other person involved was also a friend, even though it wasn't like a cheating situation, for example, it was like sort of a betrayal at the end of the day. And then I had to confront that person too, because again, I'm not ever afraid of confronting people. I'll confront anybody. But if they're your friend, if they're really your friend, they know your heart and they know where you're coming from. And that's what matters most. So it's not you overstepping your boundaries if you're just looking out and they will know that. Or they may turn around and tell you, thanks for letting me know. But like, you know, next time if you see something, you know, I don't want to know about it. Okay. My yeah, sometimes it's only through these situations where you even realize where your friendship really stands. Exactly. Exactly. Because they may look at you crazy and be like, oh, you, what you trying to say? Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know we were there, but that's a good, it's good that I know that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would always want to give my friend the opportunity to do something about it. Like, that's it. I'm just, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't sit, sit back and watch them potentially be, be, you know, being betrayed and act like I don't know shit. Like, that's just, that don't sit with me. Mm. All right. So with that being said, <laughs> let's go ahead. Cause I know we've gone to circles. We went over a few scenarios, but like the scenarios have intertwined. I want to harbor this much longer. I want everybody to give your final thoughts of this topic. But um, of course the topic is if you see your friend's partner cheating, do you say something or, or what do you do? You know what I'm saying? And then also, we also ask, like, if your friends see your partner cheating, do you want them to tell you? So we want to know from you, what's that all about? But as we lead on to final thoughts, um, Brandy G, tell us, uh, what are your final thoughts on this? My final thoughts are very simple. And this goes out to, I don't even have to tell my friends this, but if I see it, I'm telling. As simple as that. Um, you can do whatever you want with that information. And whether if you want to cry on my shoulder, I'll be there. If you want to be like, fuck this person. I'm not into like keying cars and shit like that. You know, I'm past those days. But I stand and watch out if you want to do it. Um, whatever you route you want to go, I got you. Because in the end, it's your relationship. You want to stay with them? All right, cool. I'm really not going to judge you because in the end, it's your choice. I just want you to be happy, though, for whatever you decide. And that's it. Oh, you done? I'm sorry. My bad. I cut you off because you said that's it. And I thought that was a mic drop. That was it. <laughs> I'm snitching. <laughs> Colin, what's up? Tell us your final thought. Um, To be quite honest, this uh, this one was a really good one. I feel like it kind of was a self-reflection one for me um, because I feel like I honestly did not really think about me expecting something from somebody else versus what I give in return. And so I, I am one to always admit uh, when I definitely need some kind of work and tweaking when it comes to being a friend and letting my friend know what I see and stuff like that. And so I, I definitely feel like, you know, I agree to a certain extent as far as like, you know, letting that person know, letting your friend know as far as the cheating or whatever you see. Um, I need to get out of my head so much and kind of stop really thinking about what the other person may feel like or what the other person may think about me for telling or whatever. And so I feel like, you know, this one right here was a really good one. And I really appreciate this one because I feel like it was a self-reflection for me to be able to kind of like look into the mirror and be like, you know, damn, you kind of expect something from somebody else that you don't give in return. And so I feel like, you know, 
This was a good one. I, I definitely agree. I will say. All right. Look at the gods coming together. <laughs> Skin <laughs> goddess Julie, tell us your final thoughts. If you see it, tell me. If I see it, I'm telling you. If you don't want to know and you're watching this podcast, let me know. Be like, bitch, don't tell me if you see it. But, you know, that's a good question. This is why friendships need to be treated like relationships as well. I think boundaries are super important to talk to, you know, with your friends about. Um, let me know in the beginning, you know, if we become real close, like that's because we do a lot of question games in our friend group too. So this will be a good one for our next game night. But um, that's, we ask those type of questions. Like if you see this, like, what would you do X, Y, and Z? So maybe that's something that you talk about with your friend the next time, you know, you chit chat with them be like, Hey, like if this scenario happened to you, what would you want? Just so you, you know where you're standing and you know what to do if you're in that situation, but I'm telling. All right. Okay. So for me to wrap it up, you already know what it is. I am definitely going to say something. And I, um, based on the scenario, we'll determine whether I say something to them as well. But if you're both my friends, know I'm holding you accountable for the relationship that you signed up for. That is what it is. And all of my friends, I already put the PSA out there. Like, if you better you run tell that. <laughs> you better tell me what's up because I need to know, like completely need to know. I mean, even if in my situation, whatever the situation may be, I'd rather know that you were really looking out for me than anything else. So I can tell you at that point, okay, I know you saw this, but this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But mm -mm, don't do that shit that mm -mm, I'm glad Colin learned some things. Don't do that shit. Don't do it. That was so, a good one. Was yes. Good. So we are going to wrap out that Let's talk about a segment. And I know we added this segment. And I'm super excited about it. Brandy G holds it down. So I only know what we're about to talk about. I don't know if I need to clutch some pearls that I don't have on. If I, I don't know what we're going to talk about. But y'all know what it is. It's our... And here we are, Brandy G. What are we pulling from the jar today? All right, y'all already know the deal by now. Well, I hope you do, new listeners. This is our Let's Be Honest segment where we are going to pull questions out of the jar and answer them honestly. These questions get a little crazy, so let's see what we got. <clears throat> Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Bear with me. I'm trying to get it undone. Have you ever cried or fallen asleep during sex? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's start with uh, let's let's start with Julie. Are you close today? <laughs> both, both. You done both. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Like what? Ooh, man. Was it like a drunken night? You know where? Yes, falling like, asleep was absolutely because I was fucked up. I smoked after I got back from the club. And I was already drunk and I just passed the fuck out. Um, the other situation, it wasn't like a cry. It was like a tear from really good orgasm. That was it. I don't really cry. So it wasn't like a cry, but it was like a, it was like a couple tears came down my eye. Carol? Mm, I've never fallen asleep during sex. Um, and as far as crying during sex, um, no, I think I need to maybe step up on my Jason lyric. Maybe I have an emotional moment where it's like just so good that I just cry, but I don't know. This is a no for me. Colin. Ooh, 
I've never felt I've never fallen asleep. No. Um, <clears throat> have I cried? I've not cried, but I've gotten teary eyed. I've definitely gotten teary eyed during sex. Um, I feel like um, the position and I feel like the person, it was it was very intense and I, I could see them staring in my soul and I felt like it just kind of like made me tear like tear up just a little bit like a little watery but that's it though mm, okay I have I feel like the falling asleep thing might have happened when I've been like super drunk and we might have get a start and if you like oh let me run to the bathroom real quick or something like that come back I might be because <laughs> the alcohol is kicking in I've never fallen like asleep because of boredom or not right drinking. right yeah you know but, and I've gotten teary-eyed. Um, I didn't, like, you know, Stella, have y'all seen how Stella got her groove back? Now, that was yes. a, that was a, those was some real tear-tears running down. But I got, I gotten teary-eyed before. It's pretty nice. All right, y'all, here we go. What is the longest you have ever gone without having sex? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. You don't even come back. It's never tough for me, but I mean, I don't know who you want to start with. Um, well, let's start with you then, Harold. It's been, it was a year and three months to be exact. Um, I felt like I had got out of a relationship and I felt like a lot of people were just kind of wanting to get to know me, but it was a lot of sexual thing. And I felt like I wanted a genuine connection with someone and I wanted to know that I had something outside of sex. So I took an act of complete celibacy for a year and like I said, three months. And it was supposed to be two years, but then somebody cracked the code and <laughs> it happened. But a year and three months. And honestly, and during that year and three months, um, when I say I took like no sex, it was no masturbation, none of that. I literally, anytime I had the urge, I had to like go to sleep. I had my own methods to stop me from doing anything of that nature. And it got tempting sometimes because as you do know, B, I can be the cat's meow out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? And people want Ooh. it. Back to DMing you stuff, sending you pictures and stuff. You like, oh, I want it so bad. But then it was like, I want me more. And um, so, yeah, a year and three months. Ooh, I'll give you that. How about you, Colin? Oh, I think the longest time would be <clears throat> probably like maybe two years because after my relationship ended in 2019, um, it took me a while to be comfortable with having sex. Uh, so yeah, I'd be 22 years because 2019, what's this, 2021? So 2021 is when you started to do it again during a pandemic? He was backed up. I was so backed up. <laughs> he was backed up, okay? <laughs> he was backed up. What about you, Julie? I mean, probably, like, I think it was, like, around six months or something like that. It was when I was in college between my freshman and my sophomore year. I just kind of had a dry spell. Like, I had to move home for the summer before, like, my apartment was ready. So I just, there really wasn't an opportunity for me to have sex, you know what I mean? Because I was at my mom's house, <laughs> You can still get it. You can still get it. As soon as I got back to campus, campus, it was on and popped in. It was ready. Yeah, I would just say mine might be like four to six months in that range. That's the longest. Maybe five months. I don't think it's ever been six months. So, all right, y'all. Would you like one more question before we wrap this up? I say let's do two more and then we'll wrap it up. All right, let's do it. Do you watch porn? If so, what kind of porn? 
Would you like, I, you know, I'll go first on this one since I'm always putting it out. I do watch porn. I watch it. If I'm home, like, and it's my day off, there's a pretty high chance I'm watching porn that day. I'm off at least once a week during the, like, weekday. I'll put that out there. And I don't watch lesbian porn. I'm not a fan of it because it's so fake. So it just doesn't look real. So I do watch straight porn. And then I'll watch like um, Big Black Cock or something like that. <laughs> Sorry, I thought about the movie. Uh, Dale, what is the, we are the Millers. And where she was on the skateboard and she was like, Big Black <laughs> You know, like, I used to love porn, like, when I was younger, but I feel like my imagination isn't the same as it used to be, so honestly, like, anymore when I watch it, I'm just kind of like, man, like, it's too, everything's too fake for me, you know what I mean? It's so performative, and I don't know, I just don't really enjoy it anymore. And one of my clients kind of fucked it up for me because she brought up that she doesn't watch it because she's worried that, like, girls are on there doing it, like, against their will or because they have no other options in life. And I was just like, that's oh, yeah. depressing. messed up. It was like, they get drugged and do this. And I was just like, now you got me looking at porn all crazy. So, like, ruin it. Oh, yeah, literally, she ruined it for me. But, yeah, I, I really haven't watched it much. Um I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Colin. Ooh. I definitely watch porn. I do. I don't watch a gay porn. I do not. Um, I like straight porn, but I like straight porn with black men <laughs> with the BBCs. Mom's gonna kill me if she listens to this. I'm on my mom listens to this podcast and she's gonna kill me. I like watching like the BBC black big black cocks or whatever. I don't like to see them like fucking black women. I feel like it's so degrading. I don't know why. I don't know why it's like so degrading to see them like fuck a black woman. I feel like black women are like our queens. And so I feel like I just hate to see it, but I don't like to see white girls. I actually don't mind like just kind of seeing like a straight man just kind of jack off or if a straight man like maybe fucks like a Latino woman. I don't know. I, I feel like with black women, it's just a little bit different. I, I just hold black women to such a high standard to where I don't even like like to look at it. And I just be like, you know, no, I, I can't. Before we answer this question, I just want to put it out there that all of these opinions are our personal opinions. It does not represent how everyone feels yes. on, this, on this show, period. So <clears throat> don't take offense to anything. If you're listening, it's just open conversation. And if you want to add another input, then maybe you could be a guest one day. Just inbox us. Let us know what it is that you have to say. But I don't want anybody thinking any type of way. Just listen to us and hear us out our personal opinion. So with that being said, porn, um, okay, I have like a love-hate relationship with porn. And sometimes like, I guess when I'm in the movie, maybe I go to Twitter and I scroll for a while, which you get a variety. Um, but I just feel like I would rather watch my own porn than watch that. <laughs> 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 because I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like even if I start off watching it, it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't really do anything for me. Like, it may be like, oh, that's sexy or oh, wait, that's a new move. But like, I just, 
I don't know. I just have a love-hate relationship. There are times where I'm just like, oh, yes. But then there's times I'm like, I don't know. And if I have to pick a favorite kind of porn, like for me, when I watch porn, what I prefer to see, I don't care if it's straight. I don't care if it's gay. I don't care what it is. But what I want to see is whoever's digging into those guts, I like to see the booty. Okay? The booty, I like to see it come pulse and do what it do. He's an ass, man, clearly. I don't care. I don't care if it's lesbian. I want to see if you got that strap on and you pound it. I want to see the booty. That's <laughs> Next. Now, next time I'm on there. <laughs> All right, y'all. So our last and final question is: uh, There's a theme here, apparently today. Um, sex with the lights on or off? Off. You say off, Julie? Not on? No, I get, I like, well, I mean, if I'm having morning sex, if it's natural light, that's different. But I don't know, something about the light just throws the mood off for me. Like, I like, we have um these I, like fake IV lights wrapped around. We have a, a canopy bed. So we have the fake IV lights wrapped around and like they have different like settings. Like they can flicker or they can blink slowly. Ooh. And it gives me very like eating out on a patio in Italy somewhere vibe. So I like those lights. I like mood lighting, but not like bright lights. I really don't feel like it can be whatever. Cause I just think about some of my experiences which will go into another episode that we're gonna do someday. But like, I don't have a really a preference. I believe it's all based on my mood. Like, so if the lights are on, the lights are on. But I am gonna say if the lights are on, then I'm more likely to try to set up my camera and record it. Oh, you gotta, okay. about watching his own porn, see? So are you gonna share some of your porn with other viewers? I should have had OnlyFans, but I have a little bit too much, you know, no offense to nobody but OnlyFans, but I have too much going on to be putting it out there like that. But you know, just just slide in my DM and let me know your price and I'll let you know if it, I accept. Oh, there you go. I, Julie, I I'll give you and yours a live show if you want it. When oh. I used to watch porn, I always watch black gay guy porn. Like <laughs> I want like thugs like with fucking do-rags on and with the Timberland boots. <laughs> yes, in Timberlands, yes, like with their fucking <laughs> Deep throating, like that was the type of horn. I love gay male porn. Okay, like, Julie. I, I'm a lawyer too, so. See, Julie, Harold just offered to give y'all a lot in person. So just tell him, make sure you have a do-rag and some Tims on. You know I act all the side, so you know I'm coming character. Y'all won't call me Harold Keith no more. Oh, call me Trey. Oh my God, here we go. Here we go. I'm a, uh, let's see, like, I don't mind like dim lights. I don't like, like, I don't mind like TV light. I don't want it bright. I don't mind. But if it's like some TV light or something, candlelight, that type shit. I don't want it completely dark though. Pitch black. I don't know. I want to be able to sometimes see your eyes. Mm. Right into I want to see more than the eyes. I want to see in and out. I want to see, I want to see the drip drop. I want to see it all. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. You might be, you know what? Clearly he has some experience with his personal videos, you can tell. Listen, I don't have four ring lights for no reason. <laughs> Again, y'all better DM him. 
do I want that personal uh, video? But Kyle, you would, I don't even think you answered that question. What's up? Because you lighted yourself. You probably the light of the night. What's up? Listen, I like it pitch dark. Find this hole. Find that dick. Find it all. I want it pitch black dark. Hey, it's like hide and seek, huh? There yeah. we go. Hide and seek. Whatever you can it's find, different. you can keep. Damn. I ain't mad at you, Colin. Well, that wraps up our Let's Be Honest segment for this week. That was really good. Thank you. There'll be more to come every week, you guys. So, getting crazier and crazier. All right. So, I mean, I hate to say this, but this episode is actually starting to wrap up and come to an end. Um, but it feels good to have Colin back. It feels good to be whole. And Julie, honestly, your presence here is definitely appreciated. And it just feels like you were a, a part of this from the beginning. And I love that. So I'm so glad you're here. Thank but you. with that being said, because we heard you don't drink that much. Well, <laughs> I did grab a little beer. Okay, so B, we're gonna give you um, what we call the drink of the week. But before we give you that, um, let's just you know. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, the drink of the week—another very simple drink, yet delicious. Tequila Sunrise. I not have already have this a part of the drink of the week. So it's pretty, pretty simple. Pouring tequila, maybe three ounces, a little more if you like it a little stronger. You're going to do a little OJ again to your liking. And then you're going to top it off with some grenadine, but make sure you pour the grenadine like right along the inside of the glass, nice and slow. Where it drops to the bottom and give you that nice, beautiful look. And, uh, also put an orange slice in it if you want and call it a day and drink up tequila sunrise. I actually really like tequila sunrises and I feel like alongside mimosas for like brunches and like a morning drink, I honestly really do love tequila sunrises. They're so good. They're so good. And whatever tequila you like and however much you like. And grenadine, I think, gives it like just the right amount of, it's not too sweet with the orange juice, but it just gives that extra touch. You should add a little coconut water. Oh, oh. yeah, Julie. Y'all hear that? I'm gonna have to try it, and I'm gonna have to let just you. Just a know. little bit, just a little bit, not oh, too much. A little droppy drop. Yeah, just enough to get the essence of the cocoa nut. You know. Mm. <laughs> oh, all right. Y'all heard it. So all right. Drink of the week. Hopefully, you guys like it. So the drink of the week is the tequila sunrise. Now. Ha, I hate to say it, but this episode is coming to the end. But before we do our song of the week, I definitely want to take a moment and um, definitely acknowledge how you can follow us and all those good details. So, Julie, tell us, how can people connect with you? You can follow me on Instagram at Crown Jewel Aesthetics. That is my business page. I talk about all things skincare and med spa. It's very fun if you are into any of that. And I believe you have an event or something. I've seen something virtual, something coming up. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, in October, I am being a vendor at this event called Selfish Philly. It's a self-care conference for women in Philadelphia. There will be tons of vendors there. Um, there will be 
coaches, virtual coaches. There will be giveaways. We will be doing Botox and stuff on site. So it's going to be oh, pretty wow. cool. So there's you know, a link in my bio for that. I have another question for you, Julie. And maybe I should be asking this offline, but I know other people have this question too, because I've been seeing people advertise, because you know, everybody talks about facials, but I've been seeing a lot of people advertise butt facials lately. Yeah. That's something that you do? Yeah, I'm actually about to put it on my menu. I'm, I'm working on a protocol right now, but yeah, I've done it on like my best friend. She's a dancer and she cares about her butt. So not like a stripper, but an actual dancer. But um, yeah, I mean, your butt has skin too. And it's probably one of the most ignored areas. You can't really see what's going on back there unless you're constantly looking at it. So a lot of people deal with breakouts and hyperpigmentation. So it's absolutely important. I do back facials, butt facials, about to start doing chest facials for people who deal with like ingrowns and pigmentation on their chest. So skin is skin from head to toe. So I work with it all. Okay, Julie. So what, what you're saying is I need to book a flight specifically so that, cause I care about my booty and I care about my face. So I need to come, I mean, my face is sitting, but I need it to be, you know, where Julie can have it. So sorry, my that mom is calling me. <laughs> This is all good. But all right, cool. So you do both. So that's good to know. All right. So, all right. Well, outside of that, Brandy G, tell us where we can find you. On IG at soulfully double underscore yours. Hit me up, DM me. Um, I like getting the feedback from y'all about our episodes. So please continue to do so. I definitely all appreciate it, actually. So hit me up. All right, Brandy G, also let us know if someone is trying to get married and they're looking for someone who can marry them, whether it is not so right on point or whether it's later on or whether it's last minute or whether they just are trying to plan this out for months ahead. Tell us a little bit about where they can find you. All right, you guys can find me on IG, the official underscore officiant. Go check my page out. I do elopements you know, big ceremonies, small ceremonies, everything. And better yet, you can check out my website, theofficientbg.com. I'm next, Brandy. Yeah, I got you. I'm getting you. Where. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. But come <laughs> go to the page, check it out. I guarantee you, I will give you the ceremony you have always dreamed about. All right. Colin, where can the people find you? Yes, the people can find me. I am back in action. You can go on Instagram at hebefly, H-E-B-F-L-Y. And then, of course, I'm always vocal and always on Facebook, too, as well. Colin Jones, um, you can DM me. You can message me. Um, I'm back in action. I'm ready to get going and get back started with the podcast. So definitely please follow and message me. All right. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram at NYS underscore After Dark Podcast. Or we have a TikTok. Now we're going to get more involved with TikTok. I am actually meeting up with Randy G this weekend. And I'm excited about it. And Colin doesn't even know this yet, but I'm planning a trip to him as well. So hopefully we'll be able to link up and get some content ready for y'all. I don't know what y'all want to see. So let us know if you want to see us drop it like it's hot. If you want to see us twerk Ooh. something. If you want to see us just spit something, try some food, I don't care what it is, but just let us know so we can see if it's 
alongside our morals. Okay, we don't do anything for pay. Okay, we don't do anything for free either. So you know, just check us out on on TikTok at NYS After Dark Podcast. And then, of course, if you're looking for me, you can find me at KJ Perception on Instagram, Facebook. That's a whole nother life. We ain't even doing it. But we're gonna go ahead and end this episode with our songs of the week. Um, and we're going to start off with, hmm, we're going to start off with Rihanna, Unfaithful. Yeah. Then we're going to transition out to Jasmine Sullivan, I'm in love with another man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I hope y'all picked up on that whole theme right there. The, so, so, the classiest cheating song ever made. Listen, so Rihanna, Unfaithful. And then Jasmine Sullivan, I'm in love with another man. I'll get a double hitter tonight. So thanks again for joining us tonight. We appreciate your presence. Remember to share, like, follow all of the above. And we're going to have more access for you next week. And know that next week is all about mental health awareness. So we're going to get serious with you. So if you have any questions, let us know. We'll post the question on our page. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Story of my life, searching for the right, but it keeps avoiding me. Sorrow in my soul, cause it seems that wrong. Really loves my company He's more than a man And this is more than love The reason that the sky is blue The clouds are rolling in Because I'm gone again And to him I just can't be true And I know that he knows I'm unfaithful And it kills him See you guys.
so bright and I would just dim your star a girl who treats you like you treat them boy I know there's plenty women who would love to have a man like you but I'm in love with someone else I'm so sorry Baby, I just don't want to Cause he ain't no doubt not And we always seem to fight He got the perfect body And sometimes he don't even treat me right Oh, but 
so sorry, hey, but I love someone else.